Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, evening, afternoon. Welcome to Collider Dailies. I'm John Algets, and uh, joining me is Maggie Lovett. One of these days, that will not be awkward. I like we'll work it out so that like I don't like scramble to try to find a way to introduce you, and then like run out of time and just have to go. Yeah, okay, Maggie's here. How you doing, Maggie? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it is Friday. It is at the end of another week. And the beginning of a very chaotic weekend, but... And the beginning of a very chaotic month. December yeah. is always nuts. Yeah. It's going to be it's gonna be absolutely crazy. But here's the thing. It is, in fact, December as of, you know, <laughs> know. like 10 hours ago. Uh, so, what does that mean? Well, it means it's the end of No Shave November. Uh, you should still 100% be going to the American Cancer Society and donating, if you can, I will drop a link here in chat, uh, to help fight prostate cancer and all other types of cancer, all of the uh, all of the nastiness. But because it is the end of November. There he goes. <laughs> this is happening. It is happening. And as I just... I've already got hair in my mouth. <laughs> You just need Sweeney Todd. You've already got a Mrs. Lovett. Sweeney Todd could be doing your shave for you. So this is where we're going to sit for a little bit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) As we talk about our topics today, we are going to be talking about Tom Holland's comments on whether or not he is returning as Spider-Man. Maggie, Maggie, focus up, focus up. Come on. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking about Tom Holland. Or like an old timey senator. Yes. Yes. We're going to be talking about Tom Holland's comments on returning to Spider-Man and what it will take for him to come back. We'll be talking about new Godzilla and Kong posters. But before that, uh, let me just do the jump into our first headline for today. I've got a bunch of hair in my mouth. And that's very unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> We're going to be talking about the Furiosa trailer because, of course, we are. Like, it's it was so good. So, yeah. so good. Uh, yeah, so yesterday at uh, CCXP, we did get the trailer for Furiosa. I thought it was actually kind of funny because yesterday, Perry and I talked about 
the the like images that we got from CCXP. We were like, oh yeah, there there's gonna be a panel. We might get some more information, blah blah blah. And then literally a couple hours later, we got the whole trailer. So that's great timing. But it looks amazing. You've it got does. you've got Anya Taylor Joy running around like an absolute badass. I gotta say, Anya Taylor Joy is very quickly becoming like that actor who seems to be in everything. And I'm I'm not mad about it. She is she is so good in everything. So I'm super hyped to see her take on this role. Chris Hemsworth looks a little not Chris Hemsworthy in the facial facial area, but for him, I am super excited because they're allowing him to play an Australian, yeah, (laughs) which he doesn't get to do very often. So that's going to be pretty good. Maggie, what are your thoughts on the trailer? How hyped are you? Yeah, I was really hype. Um, I like that it seems like it's really bright. I was really surprised by like how bright and colorful the trailer was, um, especially after like a trend of a lot of movies that are kind of dark and grim because apparently they've, they've I don't know, told their lighting guys not to do actually any lighting. Uh, so that was exciting to me. I know a lot of people like, oh, it looks like it's really VFX heavy and it's not as good as like Fury Road. Um, but we're still really far out from the movie actually being in theaters. And so I wouldn't be surprised if like it changes the way that it looks once it actually comes out. Um, cause we're still probably very early into, uh, post-production on like the VFX stuff. I thought it looked super cool. Um, and I like the idea of Chris Hemsworth as a villain. Uh, and I also like that they've like kind of changed the way he looks. So like, you can tell it's Chris Hemsworth, but like at the same time, you can also kind of be like, wait, was that Chris Hemsworth? Um, and it's, it just seems like a fun character for him to kind of get to sink his teeth into, um, and kind of play against type. So I'm excited for that. I just really hope that he continues in the Mad Max tradition of being completely and totally unhinged. Yeah. Uh, Cause I feel like the only time that they did a, a villain in the franchise who wasn't just absolutely like bat crap bonkers was probably Tina Turner in beyond Thunderdome. Uh, yeah. She was, she, she had a, she had her head on her shoulders and uh, as much as I love Beyond Thunderdome, it's maybe not the most exciting of the series. Uh, I'm not going to put that all on Tina Turner's villain not being <laughs> a, a psychopath because she was certainly surrounded by psychopaths. But, yeah. you know, still, I think that it was something. Uh, so, yes, I am very much looking forward to this movie. I I will say that watching the trailer, I do feel like things were – this might be a weird thing to point out, but – Things felt like they were a little bit cleaner than Fury Road was. Like, it wasn't quite so grime color, grime covered, which maybe that is something where, again, we are in the early days of the VFX and things like that. So that is grime and dirt and weathering is kind of a last pass when it comes to VFX. So that might yeah, be something I that they're doing something intentional there since this is supposed to span like 15 years in the lead up to the next yeah. movie. So maybe there's like a decay as it goes. And that's like a visual cue that they're working on. That I is. See that being, yeah. That would be an interesting thought that that also raises the question of where this actually fits in like the timeline of things. Uh, the Mad Max timeline has always been a little uh, let's just say non-existent um, yeah. in that it's hard to pin down exactly when things take place. If this takes place like multiple years before Fury Road, like 15 years before Fury Road, that asks the question of like, 
how how old is Max in Fury Road? Because yeah. assumedly the first thing that happened was obviously Mad Max one, because that's kind of like in the early days of the post apocalypse. And honestly, what an apocalypse would probably actually be like. Uh, that's probably the most realistic apocalypse movie that I think I've seen in a very long time. But then after that, it's just kind of like, where did where do things go? Where does this go? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, T and J Omaha says this movie looks good, but I still feel bad for Charlize Theron, and it just doesn't look as good without as much practical effects used. It's a fair. That's a fair point. Uh, as far as Charlize Theron not being in it, it is again. It's a. It's a younger version of her character, so it makes sense to go with a different actress. I do think that Anya Taylor Joy is going to absolutely crush it. So I have. I have faith that it. That her not being played by Charlize Theron at the very least will not be a detriment to the movie in any way, shape, or form. As far as the the use of practical effects, it's George Miller. It's going to use a bunch of practical effects. We might just not have necessarily seen it as much in the trailer. Honestly, nothing about the trailer screamed, like, over-CGI'd to me. So, like, I don't, yeah. I don't agree with a lot of the... Uh, you know, issues with that, um, that people are raising, but that's just me. Maybe I'm not yeah, as sensitive and, to CGI. And honestly, we know that they film stuff on location. So we know that it's not like they filmed in the volume somewhere or it's like completely blue screen, green screen. They did film on location. They did use practical effects. We know all of this about the production. So this is probably just still very early on since this was like a teaser trailer for a convention. Yeah, it's true. The movie does come out next year. I believe it's May. I want to say yes, May. Yeah. Uh, so we have a little bit of time. We're going to get more information. We're going to get more, you know, images from it, I am sure. So we will keep you up to date with all of the information about uh, Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. Uh, just, you know, jump over to Collider.com or, of course, watch the show. We'll talk about it as it comes. So uh, now that we've finished one topic, it's time to uh, do some more. Maggie, you're just going to have to you're going to have to deal with this. You knew what you signed up for today. I did. I this was on the docket. I don't know what I'm doing facial hair-wise this, for this topic, but I'm doing something. This looks awful. Does anybody else think this looks terrible? Because this looks like just absolute, like an absolute mess. Maybe I'll just go with the mutton chops. Oh, my God. You can see my double chin. Uh, (laughs) I hope everyone is shaving along with John. Yes. I hope that you are as well. I look like I'm about to go uh, fishing in New England. Um, Yeah. Cage go in the water. Sharks in the water. (laughs) You're a lobster fisherman now. (laughs) But anyways, let's move on to our uh, to our second topic yes, for today. Please, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Tom Holland made some comments about uh, about Spider Man and about what it will take for him to return to Spider Man. Uh, he was at a recent pre- press conference with the Critics Choice Association, uh, and he had he had a few things to say about it. This is what he said: "Quote." 
All I can say is that we have been actively engaging in conversations about what it could potentially look like for a fourth rendition of my character. Whether or not we can find a way to do justice to the character is another thing. I feel very protective over Spider-Man. I feel very, very lucky that we were able to work on a franchise that got better with each movie, that got more successful with each movie, which I think is really rare, and I want to protect his legacy. So I won't make another one for the sake of making another one. It will be, it will have to be worth the while of the character. So, Tom Holland is saying that he is, uh, <laughs> get to the haba. <laughs> uh, sorry, I got distracted by chat there for a second. So yeah, Tom Holland is saying that uh, he will return as Spider-Man. He is very much in the affirmative that he will do that, but he wants to make sure that it is a story that he feels is worth telling. So... I th- I honestly think that that is the best attitude to have about it right yeah, now. I agree. It it would be very very easy for especially within the MCU for them to just uh put a bunch now your stash is uneven I know it is. Uh it would be very very easy for them to just put a bunch of like Spider-Man into all everything cuz he is the most popular character and uh this is bugging me I am going to do this real quick. <laughs> Uh, it is very... Now it's uneven in another way. Nah, Hold on. Like, there, you <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Anyways, it would be very, very easy for them to just shove Spider-Man in everywhere. But they've we haven't seen him since No Way Home. So how do you feel about this, Maggie? I feel like you're you're struggling today. <laughs> yeah, I'm just really struggling today. The, the whole shit. I'm sorry thing. that you have to look at this. <laughs> It just the whole process is very entertaining. Um, but on the topic of Spider-Man, um, I mean, I'm never going to say no to more Spider-Man. I do love Spider-Man. I've seen all the Spider-Man movies in theaters and like the animated stuff. I, I love Spider-Man as a character. Um, I am not against Tom not playing Spider-Man again. Like, I think that he is definitely going about it the right way of like not wanting to just shoehorn Spider-Man into things and rather finding a story that actually works for the character and benefits what they're doing. But with where Marvel is right now, I think that they should focus on the characters that have more longevity with them, like the newer characters that they're introducing and whatever they're trying to do with like the, the younger cast. Because Tom still very much falls into that, but he would be shifting into a Spider-Man that's more like the college age Spider-Man that's doing all of this stuff. And there's a lot of stuff to that character that might like take away from the things that they're trying to do with like uh, Kamala and, you know, all the other characters, the younger group that they're playing with right now. Um, and I think they should invest their focus on that because they have a lot more um, like a time with them. And like, I would love to see Miles come into the story as like an actual character in live action. Um, and a lot of that storyline would be really cool in live action. So that's where I'm hoping that they go with Spider-Man as a character, but like, I do like his Peter Parker. I think he's great. Um, so, I mean, I'm like, I'm okay if he comes back, but I also just would like to see them focus on like who they have right now, especially since I think Tom should also be focusing on his non-Marvel projects and doing ones that are actually good because <laughs> he's had a run of like quick projects that he does in between Spider-Man projects that then don't do really well. And I think he's a really talented actor that just picks whatever script works with his Marvel schedule. And that's usually like the detriment of his actual career outside of Marvel. 
You know, if you want to talk crap about Uncharted, just talk crap about Uncharted. <laughs> I actually liked Uncharted. I'm thinking more of like Cherry and um, like the crowded room was fine, but it was definitely not like the best version of that story. Um, so, no, I actually like Uncharted. Controversially, I had a great time with it because it very much fit into my niche of like um, mid-aughts vibe adventure movies. And it, it kind of appealed to that. So I enjoyed it for what it was. I get as that. Who actually did play the games a little bit. Um, but yeah. I I had only played the first game. So my I felt like my lack of game knowledge almost helped me in enjoying the movie because I enjoyed it mm. as a movie, but it wasn't good. It was like yeah. one of those things where I was like, I had fun, but this wasn't this wasn't good. Yeah. And I think that was what I was looking for with Uncharted. I wanted like a stupid adventure movie with like some fun plots and some yeah. cool locations and like insane action. And it like kind of appealed in all of those those forms. I think like not to derail and talk about Uncharted for like a whole section, but I'm trying to delay the next shaving se- section. <laughs> um, but I do think that one of the uh, it's coming, the, Maggie. Is. One of the things that hurt Uncharted was fan expectations, and people had like fan cast Nathan Fillion as um, as the lead, whose name Nathan Drake, yeah. for so many years. And Nathan has now like fully aged out of like he's now in a Sully range of of age. That I think people had a lot of built in expectations, and then what they got was like, oh, like he's young and like he's a kid basically, because Tom Holland's like a perpetual baby face. And it just did not like fan expectations and what was actually possible for that movie, like collided in a really unfortunate way. So, yeah. But anyways, back on to Spider-Man, which is what we are actually <laughs> supposed to be talking about. Sorry. <laughs> I will say what that it, on <laughs> I will say we are going to get a Spider-Man four. I feel like it is a foregone yeah. conclusion that it's going to happen. Um, I, I think that if we get a Spider-Man four, I would very much like to see it be a return to like street level Spider-Man. That is my one problem. I love the MCU version of Spider-Man. I think that I think that Tom Holland might be my favorite Spider-Man. Everyone has their their favorite amongst the three, and I'm sure that I probably just enraged a whole bunch of people by saying <laughs> yeah. that Tom Holland is my favorite. I think he's just the best overall. Uh, I think mm-hmm. Toby was the best Spider-Man. Andrew was the best Peter Parker, and Tom Holland is is a good encapsulation of both. Um, I think that I would like to see it go back to being street level. I want to see him fight Kingpin or fight Tombstone or, you know, Hammerhead or somebody who's it's not a if he fails, the world isn't going to end. It's just that New York is going to be in a worse spot. You know, do you think there is a potential for him to pop up in Venom? I like it's obvious that 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 Sony wants that. Yeah, it's like they I feel honestly like... want that. And that's where I was like, I wondered if this was like, obviously he was asked the question and that's why he answered it. But if that's like setting the stage for like, yeah, I'm not done with the character. I will say that if a, I stand by the the sort of fan idea that if there is a Spider-Man in Venom's universe, that it's Andrew Garfield. I would love that. I think that that would be perfect. And that would be a perfect way to make a bunch of fans happy and give us a even just a pseudo amazing Spider-Man 3 by having yeah. the Venom Spider-Man be be Andrew. Um yeah. will do I think that that's going to happen? No. Because Sony will not want to confuse audiences by having two different 
live action Spider-Man. I think that having two different Spider-Man, but one of them be animated is fine with the Spider-Verse stuff, like, because people are able to, you know, your average moviegoer are able to to separate the two, but having two live action Spider-Man, I think would be a little bit too, too active live action Spider-Man might be something that Sony would be a little bit worried about having. Uh, But, you know, I don't know. As I said, I would like to see it go back to street level, whether that's in the MCU or in the the SMU, I think is what people have like kind of dubbed it Sony's Marvel Universe or whatever. Uh, But I think it's going to happen. It's just a question of when, when and where. Pretty much. Let's see. Let's see some of the uh, chat comments here. Uh, the T Money Thirty Five says, "Ideal placement for Tom Holland's rendition of Spider-Man in regards to trend and construction will be placing him as co-leader in Shield's new six, a co-leader of the Avengers alongside Carol." I could see that, but I don't think that. Uh, I think after No Way Home, I don't think this version of Peter Parker is in the pl- is in a place to be a leader. No, he would be following too closely in Tony's footsteps of, yeah. like, needing to be a leader but not a good leader. I would think that if he was going to lead anything, I think champions, maybe. Mm-hmm. If we, instead of getting Young Avengers, we got champions, I could see him being a part of it. Um, leader would be the natural place for him to go because he is the most experienced, but... Again, I think that he is – I think No Way Home put him in a place where he's going to be by himself for the foreseeable future. I don't think he's going to be on a team for a while. If he does pop up on a team, it's going to be like he pops up for one movie, he's not an official member, and then he bounces, um, which honestly I think is okay. Steve Calderon says, I want Spider-Man to face Scorpion and Mr. Negative. <laughs> That's a great – that would be an interesting pairing, Scorpion and Mr. Negative. I don't. I'm trying to think off the top of my head if there were any times in the comics where specifically those two were together. But I, obviously, Scorpion has been set up, so Scorpion makes sense for him to be an upcoming villain. Um, but Mister Negative would be out of out of left field. But I I'm, I don't hate it. After the Spider-Man PS4 game, I'm a big fan of Mister Negative as a villain. That game kind of showed me his potential as a like threat that is worth spider-man's like attention so i'm all for it i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Maggie. Yeah. It's time. You can like, if you want, you can close your eyes. I don't know why this, why this like bothers you so much. (laughs) Like you seem like you're in like physical pain when I do this. And I am a little bit worried. Does this hurt you? somehow <laughs> i think it's just like the fear because you're like going at it so harshly i'm like he's gonna nick himself and then he's gonna start bleeding and he's gonna bleed out on camera and i'm gonna have to bear witness to it it's an electric razor like this i would have to really try to cut myself <laughs> well you're just kind of like hacking at yourself so like it's not out of the realm of possibility well here we go 
So anyways, I'm really curious to know uh, if Marvel plans to continue to um, do the different groups that we've gotten of the Marvel superheroes throughout the years. Like, are we setting up West Coast Avengers? Because, like, we do have, like, the Thunderbolts are a thing that's happening, you know, instead of a new team of the Avengers, will it be more like West Coast Avengers? What are we, where are we going with the team ups? Because right now we're kind of all over the place. And like, how do the Eternals fit into all of this? Like they're their own little, like little super group. Um, so I'm hoping behind the scenes, they're, they're slowly coming to terms with like how they're doing their new groupings. Because we also have like the kids, like Wanda and Vision's kids are clearly being set up as something. Like, is that going to be introduced in the Agatha show? Like, there's a lot of little, little things that I'm, I'm curious to know what they're trying. Because they seem to be just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. And I want to know which meatballs are sticking. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I am curious to see how they're going to, group things up because i feel like we aren't going to be getting this just looks awful i'm super patchy but that's fine uh i feel like the avengers will be reserved for specifically avengers films but there is going to be a a a need for there to be super teams and we know that there's going to be a young avengers like that's that's going to happen and obviously we're getting Thunderbolts. Are we going to be doing other things? Are we going to be doing, I think a West coast Avengers would be awesome to see. Um, you know, Ant-Man's already over there in San Francisco. So like, just start something with him. You know, there's your, there's your base of operations. So it's good to go. Yeah. His kid could even start something. I mean, maybe, maybe instead of young Avengers, we'll just get like young West coast Avengers. I don't know. Just yeah. spitball in here. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Jumping into our third and final topic for today. Uh, okay, that is so bad. I'm going to get that. Because that was distracting. All right. I will be cleaning this up after the show. I will point out to you that, like, shaving via webcam is not, like, the easiest the easiest thing. I have made a mess in my office. This is gonna be this is gonna be not fun at all to clean up. I guess this just means that I extra have to. Uh, well, you uh, had vacuum. all these plans to wear the towel and do all the stuff. Yeah, right? I know. I have the towel and then I just didn't wear it. So now my my Doctor Strange Evil Dead hoodie is all covered in hair. It's okay. It needs to be washed. It's the hairy dead now. I need to do a load of laundry. Uh, anyway, so Godzilla and King Kong, Godzilla X King Kong, uh, the Lost Empire. New Empire. Lost Empire is Atlantis. Um, got some new posters. There's, It's not like earth shattering, but uh, it is something. I actually was going to set up being able to show them on stream, but we ran out of time and we were already late. So go over to Collider.com if you want to see these images. But we did get two posters for Godzilla and King Kong. And really, I'm just going to kind of use this as an excuse to talk about... Uh, Godzilla Godzilla and Kong. Is this something that we feel like we need more than one movie of? Maggie, thoughts? Uh, Comments, concerns? I mean, people love monster movies, so I feel like as long as they keep coming out, people are going to keep seeing them, and Godzilla does seem to be quite profitable at the box office, so are you uh Are you going to see Minus One? No? Are you, I... not, are you not a monster movie girly? I am a monster movie girly, but I've never really been partial to Godzilla or King Kong. Uh, so it's usually something I catch like when it's 
on TV being played syndication style, like years after. I just finally watched the Tom Hiddleston, Brie Larson Kong Skull Island. Yeah, Kong a couple months ago because it was on in a hotel and I was like, oh, I've seen bits and parts of this, but I never actually saw it. So I think it came out when I was still in college. So it was like not something I caught when it was out. Was that? I would have. I feel like it was like 2014, 2015 or something. I don't know. It came out in a period of time where I was not seeing movies. So I don't know when it was. I just know it was not when I was actively going to the, the cinemas all the it was time. 2017. Okay. So I was working weekends. That's why. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, it. I love these movies. Like I love, I love Godzilla. I've always loved Godzilla. It's never been something where like I'm like die hard watching all of them day one. I will say that I am going to be going to go see Godzilla minus day one. one or minus one. <laughs> That's the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I will be going to go see minus one. Uh, this weekend, but I will, I will sadly only be doing that because, uh, I, I, I can't go home this weekend because I am currently snowed in here. So I can't, I was going to go back to my parents for this weekend because my youngest niece is turning one and we were going to have a party tomorrow, but I, in my, in my tiny little PT cruiser, will not be able to make it over the mountain pass that I have to go over to to go back home. So I have to figure out something to do with my time this weekend, and so I will probably be watching Minus One. Uh, and also, so, Paul, if that's how you find out that one. I'm not coming to the party, sorry. <laughs> celebrating One, you're going to Minus One. Yeah, but uh, so I am excited for that. And I am I will say I was super pumped for Godzilla Kong back in 2021, right? Sure. 22 Bueller Not anyone that long ago. Not that long uh, Steve Steven chat maybe he'll tell us what year it was uh so yes I was super hyped for it and I went to it and I enjoyed it but again the question remains do we need another one or is the as the the shine worn off after one the excitement of having these two literal titans fighting each other? I don't know. People keep going to see it. So as long as the box office continues to be strong, there's clearly a a market for them. So I am very, I am very much a fan of the monster verse and I do appreciate what they are doing with it. Um, The idea of connecting all of these monster movies together, I think is brilliant. I haven't watched a monarch yet. Uh, I've seen some of it. It is really good. So Steve, Steven chat has said it was 2021. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Steve Calderon. Uh, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Uh, <laughs> I love having live fact checkers in our in our <laughs> chat. This great. is this is great. This is spectacular for me because I am very often getting small details incorrect, <laughs> and I I love having people like that helping us out. So please continue doing that. Uh, it is as far as uh, the new empire. I didn't know this was coming, to be honest with you. I didn't realize that we were going to have another one. And the fact that it's it's coming in April. Uh, and so it's really not that far off. Okay. I'm on board for it. I will watch it. And these posters look <clears throat> just sick. If you are a fan of either one of these two monsters, 
these might make fantastic phone backgrounds. Just oh yeah, definitely. Even if you don't care about the movie, like because they just look awesome. But go ahead and check those out over on Collider.com. Uh, we will wrap things up for today. As you, as I've said at the top of the show, be sure to donate to the American Cancer Society. I will drop that chat in the uh, in the, or I will drop the link in the chat one more time so you can go over there and do that. I will be donating myself here later on today. Uh, so you know because it's the the end of the month that's what i always do uh, it's not going to be like i'm not donating like a lamborghini but i will be donating like a a pretty pretty sizable chunk because fighting prostate cancer is something that is uh it is personal to me it is very uh important to me and it is something that i feel like we need to uh we need to wipe it out we need to squash it like godzilla squashes citizens of tokyo uh, we just need to make sure that it does not exist anymore. So get over there, donate if you can. If you can't, spread the word. Uh, show everyone the videos of Maggie cringing to me shaving on today's show. I am going to go clean this up because this Please is do. this is <laughs> wow, Maggie. Wow. <laughs> you know, it would be nice if uh if, if you like had something something kind to say to me for once. I am you, you did a, a decent job shaving live on air in reverse with your web camera. Is Again, that, it's very is hard. It, is that enough for you? <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for the time for you to have a enough pun. I've been waiting. I, I had it in mind. You laid it up perfectly, and I delivered the, the half-court shot. All right. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, guys, gals, non-binary pals, I hope you had a fantastic time watching our show. We will be back next week. I don't know what the schedule is looking like, so I don't know who's on Monday. But it will be somebody, and we will be talking about all kinds of movie news. So be sure to check into that. We are actually on the road to our 50th episode. Did you know, Maggie, what? that our 50th episode hey. is going to be December 11th? Are we going no. to do anything special for it? Probably not. But <laughs> I like that you're hyping this up and you're like, lower your expectations. <laughs> I do you know what I would like to see? And maybe maybe I'll have to talk to everybody else. Maybe for the 50th episode, we get all four of us in one episode. Insane Brady Bunch energy right there. I'm here for it. I can <laughs> only imagine the chaos of that show. <laughs> Nobody will get in a word edgewise. No one. It'll be fantastic. But anyways, <laughs> I I hope that you guys have a wonderful weekend. Uh, hug your loved ones, especially if there's a especially if there's a young baby around, because I won't get to hug a hug a baby this weekend. Uh, stay safe if you're surrounded by snow. Uh, otherwise, just have a fantastic rest of your weekend, and we will see you next week. I gotta actually run the outro here. <laughs> I'm running the show, too. Give me a break. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.